Hey guys, and welcome to the latest episode of The Salted Diary. I'm Harrison Mudge, and I'm with my co-host, Adam Keller. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. If you're new here, this is where we share the highs, the lows, and all the learnings of what it's really like to build a business. And Harry, what you've probably noticed is I'm getting quite laid back mm. right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, the arm looks like it's clinging on for dear life on the edge of the table. It's because of this new podcasting table that we're working from. Um, it's, it's beautiful. I'm really happy with it. But the problem that we're running into right now is if you try and tuck yourself anywhere underneath this, like it's, a shin, just, it's a shin breaker. You'd it's a shin breaker. Um, so yeah, Harry, what are we talking about today, mate? By the way, I'm sorry, just as a second interruption, an absolute segue, uh, because we have all the time in the world because we're recording this during the working day. Um, <laughs> Instead of lunch. Has anyone noticed that you've stopped reading the podcast numbers out, I wonder? I don't know. If someone can tell me when that stopped happening... What are you going to give them? I'll, Some swag that we're never I'll getting printed. Give them, I'll give them a personal, personal shout out on this very show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, talk about shout out, guys. We, uh, we've we had a lot more listeners join the show. Yet, the the what's the best word for it? The correlation between the number of listeners we have and the number of reviews we're getting has, has hit an all-time low. So, request off the top of the show. If you are... New to this podcast, don't review us straight away. Go and listen to a couple of episodes to understand a little bit about us and what we're about. Mm, I mean, maybe put the five in and then think about it after the fact. We'll go with that. <laughs> if you're new here or you've been a long-time lurker uh, and the only thing that we ever ask for on this show is if you take two minutes and go leave us that five-star review in your podcast player of your choice. Uh, predominantly, Apple Podcasts makes a big difference for us because people find the show. Uh, but wherever you listen to your podcast, go and leave us that review. That would be in the world. Um, that's, our, that's our bit of selfish time to start the top of the show. Um, Harry, what are we talking about today? Rapid fire questions today, Adam. Oh, wow. Just one of them. Um, and it's not even a question. <laughs> <laughs> As I'm thinking it through in my head, it's not even a question. Uh, I just wanted to say... No, I didn't want to say. I wanted to just talk about... <laughs> Different energy today because it's lunchtime. Um, uh, we've had a couple of hires. One of them's in the office. Mm-hmm. The other one I completely forgot about. Um, but I guess, I guess it's probably an opportunity to discuss your or the change of approach that we're taking this time around. Yep. Because last time we lost a couple of people potentially because of the process onboarding or whatever it may be too, mu- too much work or or not enough work or whatever the excuse was reason was um how are things different this time uh cool i guess just to set the scene is because you've sort of alluded to that we're in the working day you basically said uh, adam i'm putting half an hour in over lunch because i've just realized that we've took on a couple of people and while it's still fresh in the old mind uh, you want to jump on the mics with me, so... And it doesn't take 40 minutes to put the mics up every time because they're already up like in a brand new studio. Like it. Um, so, I guess a couple of things. The last couple of episodes, uh, again, just want to say thank you. I, I said thank you a lot in the last episode for everyone that reached out. Um, one person called me today and said, well, that was a nice cathartic bleed out that you did on a show mm-hmm. a couple of episodes ago, which was me just venting. Um, it was me venting. Go back and listen. Uh, that's what it's really like to build a startup. Um, but the end of last year and I'm sort of like leading into the story here the end of, end of last year there was a lot of refinement that took place within the business and a lot of key learnings for me Q3 and Q4 mm-hmm. 
one around focus and what happens is the more focus you get um the more you actually realize uh, how much you could potentially wasting time on other projects and all this good stuff won't repeat it but the other key learning we had was all around the team um which sort of leads into your question um We've covered it off in a previous show, but I think one of the mistakes that we made middle to late last year uh, when we brought some new people on is we realized just how hard it is to find A players uh, from mm. an ability perspective. Yep. Um, and then we brought people into the team and we we took an approach of let's get them in, let's get them comfortable. And I'm, I'm looking back with like hindsight and 20, 20, 20 vision and hindsight and all that. And it's probably not exactly like this, but when I think about it, this is what I think happened. This is how I feel about it. Yep. So as I sort of look back, it's um, where did where did some of the hiring processes go wrong? And uh, as I said this morning, actually, in one of our onboarding uh, pieces with Arjun, is it's not about people, it's about process. We don't, I don't like a blame culture here. It's about process, we fix the process. Then if you get it wrong, then it's you. Um, so it will eventually be your fault, but <laughs> then we, will blame you. we start the conversation off around process because there's a lot of things in this company where things are taken for granted and expectations might not be understood from both sides. So I think the probably the shared understanding and the I think everyone's in agreement when we had that all hands was when you started expert trades, how were you treated? Were you thrown in the deep end and asked to swim yep. and given support or were you ramped up over the space of three, six months? And everyone that's still here today and a key player in the team, they were thrown into the deep end and swam. Uh, but uh, Q3, Q4, because we said, let's, we need to scale. We just started to understand how difficult it is to start finding those specialist roles. Um, brought some people in that were talented in what they did and we thought let's not scare them away mm. like let's bring them in and let's ramp up their workload the expectations of what we want from them over the first three four months and as soon as they sort of like woke up one day I went hold on like this isn't what it's been like the first couple of months and I actually prefer <laughs> what it was like in weeks four to eight there was this mismatch mismatch of expectation um, and that causes some problems within the company so fast forward to where we are today. We've spent uh, November, December, and January not taking anyone else on because for me it was let's get our own house in order uh, and let's go all the way back to communicating the vision, the mission, the values, and the standards of the company. Uh, and you can tell like that how that rolls off the tongue mm -hmm. now. It's because we've all spent a lot of time doing it, done some stuff at our offsite, really drilled that into the team to the point that now we have it on a single document. We have a vision, mission, values, and standards document that each member of the team basically signs. It's not a contractual thing. It's more of a symbolic thing of, this is what I understand from the company. I understand where we're going. I understand our values. Here's the standards that I'm gonna to adhere to. Put your name to it as a symbolic gesture that I will do my best to adhere to what's on this document because this is what's important to the company. So first key thing that was a very long-winded way of me getting to the point of uh, your question uh which is like what are we doing differently first one is i normally hate recruiters so if you listen to me and you work work for or run a recruitment company um historically i don't like you and not you personally <laughs> but but how you operate and do business because i would say and if you are a recruiter listen to this you'll agree it's a very spammy industry um, it, it's a sales role it's a sales role and, but it's a sales role that I think people do people expect to do half ass, half ass service and still get results mm. and the amount of time that can be wasted from an HR consultant um, is phenomenal the amount of times that they can put you in a room with someone and it's clearly not a fit we found Kelly Kelly's been great she takes time to understand our business so I guess top of the funnel in terms of how we started to 
refine our process of getting the right people into the team is bringing someone in that spends the time, meet the team, understand the business. Um, it was a paid piece of work. We paid it for a couple of days consultancy to basically come in and speak to the team and get an understanding for who we are and how we operate. But that paid piece of work then saves us a god has saved us a god awful amount of time since because she does the job applications, writes those. I think I covered it off in a previous show. She looked at some of the job uh, descriptions that I've written and was like, you're so angry. And I'm like, what? <laughs> she was like, why are your job descriptions so aggressive? And she was like, an A player reading this is going to think this is a pretty cool job, but whoever wrote this description is a bit of a psycho or a sociopath. And I'm like, I wanted to sound like it, like to put people off that are not like A players and winners. She was like, I kind of see what you were trying to do. But you've done it all wrong. Like you sound. Can you give an example? Uh, honestly, I can't. It was more about like the overall Just tone. The tone. Well, uh, actually, we I, expect. I, actually, I can probably give you an example, which is like, uh, it was something like it wasn't this exactly. But when I when I think <laughs> of it out loud, this is what it makes me think of. Do you know like the Royal Marines? Now I'm having to say it out loud. I understand what she's saying. The Royal Marines advert. Obviously, me spent like that used to be a thing that I wanted to do. Uh, so the advert hit home for me, which is like 99.9% need not apply. Like our fucking application oh didn't God. say that exactly, but it was basically along the lines of like, unless you're prepared to like get up in the morning, put fires out, do new challenges, be part of a fast operating team, then don't bother applying. It was like, like that sort of attitude, which someone listen to this right now is like, I should not be fucking responsible for putting anything out yeah. from an HR perspective. So she changed all that. Yeah, the the problem with something like that though is you have context for the role, and like when so when you're writing that down, it's like this. I I know when I say you get if you're not willing to get up and put out fires in your mind, you're like if you're not willing to get up and just like take everything as it comes and be willing to just adapt. And but when you read it, it's just some like because the problem because what I always found with uh, job descriptions yeah is they tend not to even tell you what the fucking job's about <laughs> like they're just like we're looking for hard-working individuals yep. that have got these set of skills but i'm not going to tell you anything about the job i'm actually asking you to do i just it, it's just really bizarre. they're very vanilla well yeah. actually there was a there was a, there was a funny example that kelly gave and i knew the story um, but there was a guy called ernest shackleton who put a a newspaper clipping up uh, with a job posting and uh I'll read it to you and then you can you can see where Kelly was trying to use this to make a point. So this it. is what I was trying to achieve, okay? It said, uh, firstly, this isn't what I started mine with because it's extremely sexist. Um, opens with, men wanted. For hazardous journey, small wages, bitter cold, long months of complete darkness, constant danger, safe return doubtful honor and recognition in case of success for burlington street like that was his job application and he filled up the number of roles that he was looking for so that's so kelly used that as an example of like i, I assume this you're trying to do this uh, but you're doing it very poorly so so she took over that i guess to get to <laughs> answering your question <laughs> that's a cool job post isn't it um i get to answering your question is uh first thing I did was get Kelly involved understand the business mm-hmm. um, then she acted as first line of defense against shit candidates because I think we just went through a case of burnout in some situations so Matt for certain roles also just for a lot of people uh, and the, the problem that, that happens is you might see 10 or 12 people and then you'll go 
okay, we just need to fill the role. We just mm. need, so let's pick the best person that we've seen from those people. Yeah. Whereas like Kelly's job is I'm only going to send people to you that I I feel are capable and then you kind of get in a short list of people. So all of a sudden, if we don't receive any candidates for three weeks, it saved us a bunch of time of meeting three, four, five people. So she acts as first line defense, um, does that, brings them in. And then now when I interview people, I, I never do it alone even if it's someone that's going to be a direct report for me. So the case with Arjun, who started literally this morning, mm-hmm. um, Matt sat in on that interview. Uh, and in the case of Elsa, and I guess a, a quick update, guys. Uh, if you've listened to the show the last couple of episodes, I spoke about hiring an executive assistant for the amount of time that's going to free up. Um, and uh, Elsa accepted the job offer. It's cool. Um, super cool and there's probably a whole other show of actually before Elsa starts is how you what am I doing now to onboard because that's a really hard job role for me to onboard Um, something something tells me she knows how to onboard herself in that one though because it's it's not quite a it's not a you tell me what I need to do it's I'm gonna because they're becoming part of you almost an extension to myself is how it's pictured as. I guess I feel like she's probably going to shadow you and uh, just guessing but imagine for example she's just watching it she's like cool start just do your day right now and and whenever I feel that I can take this task from you I'll tell you so you'll pull up Gmail and she'll tap me on the shoulder you're cool (laughs) give me your details (laughs) I'm taking that off you next thing and then you'll be like well that's all I do all day yeah Job done. Uh, and then she'll stop forty from asking, from walking over to me four times a day. With a, she'll be like, ah, "Does he always come to you with a post-it note?" <laughs> Inside jokes for forty. Uh, um, he'll get up and she'll be she'll just get out and be like, "Hey, how's it going? Exactly. Man? How's your day been?" Like like can, Amer- I, can I chat to you at the defender. water cooler? Can I, catch, chat, can I chat to you at the Jazz One Thousand, please? <laughs> the most corporate thing we ever bought is that water cooler. Uh, yeah, she'll act like a linebacker. If that's definitely the wrong term, but like forty stands up and then. <laughs> he just gets tackled by our so <laughs> just like, like trying to get your attention <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's a couple of things so uh, to put it back to the question but then to zoom into that which will be interesting uh, with Arjun who starts today he's uh, business admin support so there's a couple of projects we need to support with that we're going to contract out mm-hmm. um, I said to Kelly I said we're probably going to use freelancers for this because it's a project I said but if you find someone that's really impressive um and uh, capable and good work ethic we actually need some support across the whole business one question I forgot to ask when you were talking about him um, you said he's doing three days a week on the project that he's working on is yep. he is he working three days a week or is he in f- f- five days a week But no he's he's full time uh, but the key thing is for me is what I didn't want him to get to and this again is probably a learning curve for me normally I'm like cool you're in to do this thing get that done then we can work out what's next uh, whereas because I know this is a project what I don't want him to do is get to the end of three months and then me go where else can I fit mm. you in the business because he's smart and capable what I want to do is get to the point where uh, he does three three and a half days on that core project also that project is a little bit like mind numbing like yeah. I'm very aware that he's going to get burnt out so we're going to sprinkle in some other activities for different members of the team who need support so we can get exposed to verify get exposed to web get exposed to SEO get exposed to all the different stuff that we do um, so his skill set increases and understand of all the cogs of the business so by the time that he's finished this project that will end up being one day a week for him because there'll always be work there then all of a sudden he moves into a different department in the business and Matt has already said I want him as in my website team cool so I, uh, and he's, for some reason when I was speaking to him and I don't know why 
because they're nothing alike. But there's an element of maybe it's just when I look at him, he's got the same sort of eyes, but he reminds me of Martin. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I, I think it was just the way he asked me a question today. He can't, I think he kind of gave me a little bit of the hand gesture that Martin oh, really? would have done. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, flashback. <laughs> <laughs> what have we done? Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so that's Arjun. Um, I, so happy with him joining the team. Um, he, see, he seems pretty switched on, and you yeah, know, so some he, you know some people on on the first sort of day. To be fine, I probably like it, but it, some people can just be kind of cool. Wet. Just just yeah. hold my hand and lead me around, and, and he seems he seems super comfortable. He's confident, but I, but he's I think smart. we're a comfortable team to join. Yeah, but for me, to that point exactly, it's making sure that he understands we're a comfortable team to join, but there's real work that needs to get done here. Mm -hmm. He's going into the deep end. Like today, yeah. I'm literally walking him up the ladder so he can go to the top diving mm -hmm. board, and tomorrow I'm going to put one fucking foot firmly on his back and kick Yeah, I because think, uh, real work starts straight away. Yeah, I mean... It, He'll get it's, supported, It's exactly real It's work exactly starts. what we've been talking about, though, isn't it? It's like, just saying it out loud, it's almost like the penny's dropped yet again, but it's like we are good to just settle in and have the banter with but if you've not been given a task if like if if you have a task that's a half hour task and you're in the same room as everyone else doing the banter while they're having the hot, doing their hard work you all of a sudden uh, i see it's quite clear where the miss um the misinterpretation of how we play hard work very little can yep. suddenly creep in because like well I've only been given a basic task and we're all having a great laugh and I'm part of the team already and but to come back to like the key learnings throw him everything like where you throw it back oh, where you open the show up and you throw it over to me is like what are the key learnings I know how to measure people based on numbers I'm a salesperson so I look at this and go cool how do I measure Arjun on a week to week basis to mm -hmm. see his increase I want to see him increase his output week on week on week as he gets better cool this is about brand line items this is about data in the app this is about physical data upload into our app he's going to have to put a report together to me 10 minutes at the end of each day how many products have you put into our app ready to go live today 17 products has, 19 products 24 products 37 products 92 pro whatever it has is he, has he got a target or, no. we, or is this part of uh, what we're figuring out he's, uh, it's unfair for me to set the target because I don't understand the level of work that's needed mm -hmm. but one thing we will do in the first two weeks is set the baseline and then measure his velocity air mm -hmm. quotes I'm like cool we know what's possible now I want to see this number go up as you get better and faster with this let's mm -hmm. track that so all of a sudden it'll be like he's got to send me a report every single day of cool here's the, here's the amount of data I've added and that number can keep going up that's how we keep the finger on the pulse and start managing that role Alsa on the other side mm -hmm. the reason this is an interesting one like you say she can probably onboard herself which is interesting um, the second round interview you're in the first round which yep. was super interesting the second round interview I had um, a member of my board in there with me um, who's cool. a relatively new member of the board brought on because he's fantastic with commercials and HR got a lot of respect from him on those two fields specifically and I was like I don't really I didn't think I needed this role before I met this woman then I met her and then I actually called Kelly up and I was like I think I said this on the last show I'm like I kind of like it's as if I've been on a first date and I'm like wanting to know how she thinks about this company because <laughs> I've sort of like painted this picture of what she said about me you know, tell me what she, she said how's she feeling about it oh did she say gal uh, so now I'm like I kind of worked out actually if I do my job properly here and bring her on and actually hand over a lot of the things that I'm doing that shouldn't I don't want to say shouldn't be doing but someone else could do who likes admin who likes operations who likes detail 
I actually think it can free up at least two days a week for me, which is massive. Mm-hmm. So I said to Richard, and I explained this all to Richard over coffee because you have to understand, like, my board hasn't signed off this this hire. Uh, I'm basically going in and saying, I've made this hire and here's the reasons mm-hmm. why. Um, and he went in and we had a good hour and a half and he, he was he, he played it really well in the interview. So here's an interesting thing. One of his tactics going in was to take it on absolute tangents. Uh, like, and Kelly called me up after the fact and said... Wait, what? Take so during the, the interview process... The, the interview, take the interview on tangents. Yeah, so he would like walk her down paths, just like going off on stuff. Stories, history, just making... Uh, telling a story about something, but on a completely off-topic thing. And What, and like challenge her to bring it back round to where we were... Exactly all- that. Because when me and Richard spoke, one of her key challenges for me is going to be, I'm so focused on what we need to deliver as a business every quarter now. There's a risk and there's always a risk with me of going off topic. Like there's this opportunity, let's go. And one of her key skills needs to be like, how does that fit in? Like tactically saying to me, how does that fit into the quarter strategy? If it's a good idea, let's review it at this time in the future but it's not core to what we've agreed to do this quarter. So her actual ability to... By the way, that's massive. If she can actually make you focus for uh, and stick to a plan for more than... um, Let's give you some leeway. We'll give you two weeks. Two weeks, yep. Exactly I'll be be blown away. And I I voice that to Richard. I said, where I actually see the value is because we're putting the legwork up front to decide the strategy, having someone to hold me accountable for the strategy as well outside of the board... Um, which is sort of every six, seven weeks at the moment, um, on a day-to-day, decision-by-decision um, <clears throat> process. That'd be amazing. It'd be interesting because... So that would mean then that you'll have a big idea. Wicked. Yep. Adam Keller's had another brainstorm. And it's like, cool, let's execute. But then the following week when you've got another idea because it just leapfrogs off of that one, she'll be able to tell you or hopefully she'll be able to say to you, look, we're still we're still needing to execute on this or we still need to capitalize on this new release rather than moving on to the next thing and just let me ask you a question reeling you in 100% and even to the first point of like that new idea won't happen that quarter like no new ideas get thought up and executed within the quarter because we have to revisit mm-hmm. it on a quarter by quarter me and you have just worked out everything around tool talk tv mm-hmm. the document that you saw today have we ever done anything like that as in like the speed in which we've planned, discussed something, documented it. What have agreed, documented it, had a, like built a structure around something? Um, not, definitely not to that level. So here's an interesting point. I don't think. In the back of my head right now, because I know Alice has accepted the job role, I'm like, fuck, I need to at least show we've got some process. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like, when it's make, it's going to make me up my game on a day-to-day, because what happens to me right now is no one checks my homework. I'm a fucking CEO. No one checks my... Fine. I go to the board and I put in front of them what I think they need to see mm-hmm. around what's important to me as a business. Oddly, what I'm really excited by is having someone in that's worked five years with a CEO of a, of a growing company. And now I'm like, I want to fucking demonstrate that I'm really good at what I do. And I'm like having that. You're person. panicking that your job's on the line, aren't you? <laughs> I, I even said I said operationally, she could probably come in and run the company better than me. Um, when but, the board turned around and go, Adam, you thought about just stepping down, <laughs> just to more of a sales role, and and just letting Elsa. <laughs> Mate, all all jokes aside, 
I honestly think operationally she could probably run the company better mm. than I could. And that's a very big sweeping statement from a person that I've only spent a little amount of time with. But I think there's a number of people operationally that can run the, the company better than me. But there's no one that will take the company to where we're going to take it without me being at the helm. Um, that's a that's a bit of a um, Steve Jobs, Tim Cook analogy. Yeah, exactly. Like Tim Cook is Mr. Process where Steve Jobs was just the ideas man. But right now, where we are as a business, we need so- what I need is someone in in my, because she said, uh, Elsa said she wants to be in the background and building the process. I need someone that, as I'm steering the ship, behind the scenes is putting all the fucking things together that makes sense. <laughs> uh, and I think we'll tag team each other really well. As you can tell, I'm really excited. She's building the train track behind you. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. I'm like, throw me another piece so I can chuck it in front of me and keep moving forward. Like that's that's hopefully the tag team element we're doing. And in terms of onboarding that role, I think outside of the day-to-day activities that she's going to be doing, I think there's a lot more complexity to that role than I've even got my head around mm. yet. Um, the optics for the team, how clients interact with me and my calendar and meetings, the fact that when I go to board meetings potentially or they'll go to client pitches, she'll be in the room with me taking notes and holding me accountable. So that's just made me think of something though. So that's great for clients and stuff because it just puts a little bit of a barrier and just gives you a moment to breathe with all that stuff. One of the things that's obviously kind of how the how the company was built was your relationship with the community mm-hmm. will that change i guess yes is a, is a question and will she be involved in that when it comes to like people because people right now feel like they can speak to adam callow mm-hmm. directly which for better or for worse um <laughs> does happen like people people have your number everyone's got your number because it's out there on the internet oh double seven but there's there's scenarios where people try and get in touch with you because they feel they can get in direct contact and then when you don't respond it's seen somewhat negatively so I get I'm kind of, I feel like I'm answering this myself in my own head as I'm going through it but I guess will she be involved in that communication with when, when John the plumber wants to speak to Adam Callow because yep. he's got his number are they going to get Elsa? No. So here's what's going to happen is that was a really long-winded... No, no. But you set the scene not, I'm 100%. Kinda, it, what I'm not building is I'm not hiring someone to build barriers around me. Hmm. I'm hiring someone to allow me to do what I do best and help me decline, refuse, and put barriers up to other stuff. Okay. And what what's really interesting is me and her current CEO are very different people. He doesn't... Her words... Um, I can't actually repeat that. I've just realized this is a public podcast. Here's here's where here's where we are as different people. There's only six million listeners, so uh, it's, it's just it's just creep between us. If if me if me and a current CEO had an opportunity of what we do, um, I would choose to spend time with my team and coach them along, or my community and be shoulder to shoulder with them. Mm. Um, he would be off doing other activities, potentially the right activities to drive the business forward. So he sees his role as I'm CEO, I'm going to go and do this thing mm-hmm. and everything else has to just follow behind me. Whereas what I'm trying to do is stand shoulder to shoulder with the company uh, and bring everyone else on at the same speed. I'm trying to develop my skill set as a coach for the team. The problem is what I have right now is there's lots of fluff going on around my role that's mm-hmm. taken up a lot of my time. If I am get if I get given two days back a week, that's going to allow me to do the sales and marketing for my own business, which is what I enjoy. Uh, and it's going to allow me to dedicate time more to the team and more to the community. I want to get back to the days of 
going out and spending half a day with a couple of members, going out for some breakfast mornings, all that. If someone calls me up, like you say in that situation, John's got my number, there will, there will, and there has to be uh, a process set up where I drive John into the most relevant person in the team that can better support him and how I communicate that. Saying no is a skill um, that I'm really poor at, uh, but I think I'm getting better at it now. Uh, there's a risk of alienating people, but the people that take it to heart. When it, when I try and support someone and say, listen, that's about SEO. Listen, I, I'm not the best person for that. Mm-hmm. Go and speak to that person. And they go, no, I want to speak to you because like you run the company. Like that's a person mm-hmm. that doesn't really have my best interests <laughs> at heart anyway. And I'm like, no. And I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad about that anymore. Where I used to, I'm like, cool. Like you're just trying to pl- like, you, you think you've got leverage and you don't right now. If we're, if we're trying to look after each other, I want your business to do well. I'm trying to point you over here to this person mm-hmm. that can support you. The mindset that I go into is I'm trying to help you and you're trying to play leverage. We're on different pages right now. And I used to let that bother me and I don't anymore. Now I just move on. She will help me build that level of where do we send people to in what situation? When a message comes in, she might have access to my messenger or whatever. When a message comes in, uh, where does she drive that to? I don't know whether we're gonna get to the point where she replies as me. Never really liked that idea. so I still there's loads of nuances about the role of how yeah. I how I need to interact with it, but I think day one there's gonna be a lot of processes uh, and there's gonna be a lot of things where it's we have things meetings and stuff to do, and I'm like cool, Alsa, can you just book it all in? Sweet, um, we'll leave it there because I've got lunch to eat and a job to do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, guys, if you've got any follow up. Um, get in touch like uh, Ben did on the I, have, I have a question for the well. community I, I want to fire oh, okay. a question over okay. Sorry. tell you what mate I'm going to leave and you can close <laughs> this one <laughs> I, I have a question I want to know right now what is uh, and I want I want at least 10 people so wherever you are right now stop and put pull it, the car over pull the car over don't email while driving um, the email address is startupdiary at nbs.fm that stands for no bullshit startupdiary at nbs.fm I want to know in less than three sentences, so don't don't write war and peace, like three sentences, what is the next hire you want for your business? Sentence one. Sentence two is why do you want this person in the business and what impact will they make? And sentence three is what is stopping you today from making that hire? I want at least 10 so we can riff off it in the next show because this right now, this whole show, this 25 minutes or whatever it's been, hiring this role for me in my head logically I'm still trying to rationalize it I'm taking a leap I'm trying to work out what are the things that you listen to this show right now what's holding you back from making the same leap if, if it's financials I get it but is there a way to work around it send that email in three sentences look forward to reading them out on a future show and don't forget head over to your podcaster podcaster head over to your podcatcher of choice um it's that word it's still uh tricks podcast player podcast player let's go with that uh leave us that review um hopefully this has been a little bit insightful and i'm looking forward to bringing arjun alsa and other team members on the show moving forward in 2020 um if there's any specific topics guys fire in on that note we will speak to you next time next time